Welcome to the Living Water Service with the Lao Sanctuary Youth of Victory Bible Church International. We believe that as you listen to this word, you will grow bigger in wisdom. Now, the sermon. Hallelujah. Please do it better unto Jesus. He deserves all the praise. He deserves all the honor. Please let's bow our heads and thank God. Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you. Master, we come before your presence as we are about to take this word. We pray that we will live here, change. We will live here with new identity and transform. Have your way. Holy Spirit, we invoke your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Are you not happy being in the presence of God? When you go to the places, they shout. And when they go to the club, they start practicing in the house before they get to the, house, to, the, to, the, to the club. So when you come to the house of the Lord, let the angels in this center know that you are here. I want you to give a clap offering to Jesus, who has given you life. You didn't pay for it. Hallelujah. Amen. Today we are talking about living for God. Hallelujah. Living for God. And our objective is knowing what it takes to live for God. Hallelujah. When I ask a question like, what are you living for? Many of you will have so many answers. In fact, I've asked several people. And one person I asked said, I wish I would have money, travel all over the world, go to Dubai, America. In fact, my little girl says, I'll go to Canada. Everybody has dreams to travel ab abroad. But the question here is, there is more to living for all these things. Money, riches, after that, what else? And we are talking today about living for God. Please let's look at something in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 15. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 15. Hallelujah. Should I read myself or you project it, please? Okay. Let's, because the, the time is so limited, let's continue. Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 15, that and, that and that he lived for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Hallelujah. When we read this passage, it tells us about two things. God sent his only son, Christ, to die for you, for you and for me, so that we will live for him. Hallelujah. So, why should we live for him? Life is not worth living if you don't live for Christ. And in fact, not living for Christ is a waste. Hallelujah. You get up in the morning, eat, drink, chat just with your friends, socialize, watch all the movies endlessly, and the day ends. What has become of you? What did you gain from all what you did? But as we have read the passage, he sent his son. How many of you will send your mother to die for you? Will you send your sister to die for you? For what reason? But this one, for the love he has for you and I. He sent his only son to die for us. Hallelujah. Today I'm talking about the life people live for. People have so many reasons for living. The purposes they live. Those are the people who live for the love of money. Hallelujah. Some can kill for money. Some can hurt for money. In fact, some can wound for money. The English tutors here, please correct me. And some can 
lose their sleep because of money. I was listening to one of my fathers in the Lord, Pastor Paul Eneche. And he was talking about a young boy who came to his office crying. Pastor, please pray for me. Pray for me. I am about to die. Pastor said, what is wrong with you? Why is it that you are crying all through? And he said, in fact, I was in dying need of money. I saw all my friends making it in life, riding in good cars, some are building. It seems my life is not worth living. So I thought of it that I should visit somebody. And the friend asked me that let's go to someone who is an occult. And funny enough, they went to the occult, uh, their, their service like we are here. And they told him, you can be rich. It's within a short period of time. Just kill your mother. And within next week, you have the money. So this guy poisoned his mother and went back to their place that I'm done with killing my mother. They said, no, after you have killed her and they have buried her, make sure you exhume the grave, cut off your mother's head and bury it behind your house. This guy did all this. And at the end of the day, he was left with nothing. He didn't even get one CD for what he did. And now they are torturing his life. They are threatening that you would die. And this guy is scared and has gone back that God should save him. So after all what he did, what became of him? Wasteful life. Life with no meaning. So I see living without Jesus is meaningless. Hallelujah. Another subject about how people live is living for life pleasures. Hallelujah. I would have gone into scriptures, but looking at the time, let me be fast about it. We have people who can watch movies from morning to evening. In fact, I used to be a victim. Prison break. I watch all the seasons. Today, I sit back and I ask myself, what does prison break give to me? In fact, I don't even remember the characters. Hallelujah. People breaking out of prison. At the end of the day, they didn't give me food to eat. They didn't add blessing to my life. People end up talking to their friends. In fact, gossiping. Today, phone has become the norm of the day. I watched Facebook the other time and I wept. You might think I'm just saying it, but I wept. 12 years, 13 years, 14 years, iPhone Pro. IPhone. How did you get it? At the end of it all, what will become of you if you lose that iPhone? Hallelujah. Another guy, lady whose guy has bought her, in fact, a teen like you, had bought her a phone. And not knowing that she was disturbing with the phone on social media, and right now we are looking up to social media, the pressures on social media. So this girl was like, my guy has bought me a phone, not knowing that she was dating another guy because she needed money, 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 material things, which will not last. So the other guy came through and was like, what do you mean? After all I've done for you, what about taking your phone and you are teasing me too? So she engaged the lady and they went for a party. After the program, the guy stabbed the girl and she died. But the question I asked myself is, what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? At the end of the day, you have been stabbed. Where is the phone? The riches we're looking for, where is it now? The guy who said, I want you, I will send you here and there. What became of you now? Wasteful life. So living for Christ is worth it. Now the third one is living those who live for the world. Now the world is dictating people's life. How we should dress, how we should even talk, how we should walk. It's appalling. Hallelujah. And the world even doesn't know what they should do. If I stopped watching TV years ago, reasons being that when the COVID came, when I wake up in the morning, I will sit on, on, my, I'm on my sofa and switch on CNN. I will watch and call Auntie Mercy. Auntie Mercy, what's it? 
for for ten thousand or more. I will call my big sister, sis, Antia. What's the minimum pay I'm at the hospital? So one day my big sister, she's also a minister of God. She told me, mommy, the mighty angel she. What is it bringing into our life? Rather fear. Hallelujah. And funny enough, I got the COVID. I gave the testimony in church. You weren't here. I got the COVID. And I realized that I'm a contributor because I wasn't going anywhere. But I have put in my mind COVID. COVID. In fact, when my kids are going to school, I'm more than a detective. Take this sanitizer, drink pineapple. In fact, they wouldn't, they wouldn't even take breakfast in the morning. Pineapple juice with ginger because I'm boosting the immune system. But God wanted to prove to me that it is not my effort. It is not what you know. In fact, when I got the COVID, I realized that medicine is nothing. From now, when I have headache, I don't take medic med medication because there are side effects. Hallelujah. What I do is I pray and I cast it because I have come to know living for God. It's about knowing the things in the world. So I speak to my health. I tell you, recreation of cells starts. You can't pay me. I am the holder of my own body. When I got the COVID, I saw people die. People were, in fact, my husband slept on a bed of someone who died. So not that it was something that was told me. I saw it personally. People were dying rich. Maybe I'm going to go to the and they were dying. At the end of the day, God saved me because he knew I lived for him. In fact, the day I stepped at the isolation center, I told my husband, Daddy, we choose to live. Do you think I, if I wasn't living for Christ, would I have known something in the Bible saying, you choose to live? Because when the devil comes pumping into my, hey, have you seen people dying? Have you seen what is happening here? I would have been afraid. And the devil plays with our mind to kill us. Hallelujah. He has no power. Auntie sent me a video. You know something? As we are here, when you close from work, from the service, as you walk, the devil will be walking by you. God too will be by you. By the end of the day, the devil speaks louder. But you know something? When you know the word of God, you step back. Who am I in Christ? What will this guy do to me? So you check yourself because you are living for Christ. Hallelujah. Another thing is, those people who live for themselves. The person sings in church. He's looking out for when I finish singing, people will praise me. Hey, and so the person is all about me, 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 me. They are, they are bringing in their skills, their talent, and they forget about God. And those are the people who are always thinking about themselves. If I use service here, maybe I'll tell you, I'm not authentic. And that is living for yourself. And that is what Lucifer did. Hallelujah. When you read Isaiah, everything was about I, 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 I. Have you thought about God? He is the creator of the universe. In fact, Genesis, there is something powerful in Genesis you have not seen. He says that God thought of you, created you in his image and his likeness, and thought of you that you should have dominion over the things he has created. And after that, he said, subdue. So now you are having his representative. Ellis, I love my life. Forgetting that the Bible says that those who love their life, they lose it. Today, social media has become our teacher. In fact, in my home, 
if you wake up as a child and you don't pray and read your Bible, you can't greet me and my husband. Because we have made it our priority. Hallelujah. So when we go to the other one, the fifth one, I have talked about those who love money, those who love pleasures, those who live for the world, and those who want to live for themselves, and finally, those who live for God. That is our major topic. Hallelujah. And that is the major thing we are supposed to do as children of God. Whenever I come to this church, I don't look at anybody. I come with an expectation, and I get a visitation. Last two weeks, my daughter was finding it difficult to breathe. In fact, she was very sick. When we got here, before I got here, I knelt down beside our bed, and I called on Jesus. I said, Lord, speak. When I go, my child should be able to get up and say, Mommy, I'm healed. This was what I said. Bible says that death and life lies in the power of the tongue. So if you love it, you eat it. When I came here, I was sitting at the back here. You can be in front and you will not get the visitation of God. I was at the back there. When we came and the worship was ongoing, irrespective of who you are, I know why I'm here. I knelt down and I started speaking in the language of the spirit. Immediately, my daughter said, Mommy, I'm fine. The breath, in fact, when I was coming, I have an oximeter because I had COVID. So I have all the tools. When I checked her, she was reading 89. 89. First thing, go for oxygen. The, the, the main thing should be 95. And she was at 89. People die when they get to 90. But when we got here and I got home, I checked with the oximeter and she was 97 with her oxygen saturation. So have an expectation. You are living for God. Hallelujah. Let, let me say something here. What does it take for you to live for the Lord? Hallelujah. Making God your priority. We have a tall list in the morning. We don't consider God. And I pay a moko program. In fact, I pay my plan. Watch me not shock one or one. Only the main rather do. There couldn't be no way 18 or zongo only the medi. And that is all we think about. And we realize that the clock is ticking. How many of you know that time is expenditure? You know that time is expenditure. That is why it is called, it's an expenditure of your life. That is why it's called lifetime. So every day, every minute counts. And you take your, and I put my girl, I say, my minister sneakers, everyone wants a Nike. If you just have the wallaby, no DM in car, or question, I say, just to be able to come and say, my just wear. And you would talk and talk and talk and talk. And you thought that waking up was automatic. I thought that waking up was automatic. If waking up was automatic, I would only send the clock to the mortuary and I would just press it. But because it's automatic, you see that it's a gift of life God has given you. When you wake up in the morning, pray, desire the Lord. Have an intimate relationship with the, with the Lord. You are growing, I'll talk about it. Now parents are couching people in secrecy. I don't couch my students in secrecy. When you, you find a girl, what's the time to go? When she meet the girl, in fact, girl need to see in nature. People know she was here, but now I'm a girl need to. But not to her face here. No, no, no. No, because she a girl. That is your passion for that. So why can't you spend that time with God? When you wake up, the Bible is so sweet. Oh, you oh, Madam Miss the oh, mommy in your pleasures, social media, hey, 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 it's all you've been a boring life. Who said so? Everything I'm seeing in my life today was as a result of the things I did in my teen days. Those times, I would go and sleep at a Jumakuma Press, ICGC, King's Temple, and I would kneel on the altar. Lord, I know there is a pattern in my family. I don't want to follow the pattern. 
I will marry right. I will marry them right. I will have good children. And this was what I was speaking to my life. And I see it now. Hallelujah. And I have not changed because I have seen that things. Are, how did I get it? I got it through God. I have to use God to maintain it. Hallelujah. There was a lady living at, living at my opposite where I used to stay. Now the lady sent somebody to, she's a teen, just like you. You see how the devil can be so wicked. This girl went to a diviner and he says that, oh, mokunamo, mokunamo, and they did it for the girl. Not knowing the woman they dream, and the baby has shut up for some, I told you soon. No poisons, no good. Now she's running mad. She stays opposite to my house, as I talk to you right now. So you see, the devil can package something in the nice form of the created cake. On top is icing sugar, but beneath is poo-poo, toilet. Hallelujah. You look at what he did to the two boys in Kaswa. You see how the devil does things? He pumps things into your memory. Oh, go and do it. It's terrible. What's the boy in Kaswa? What he was saying was, it be. It go be, it go be. So it means he had the intent. The devil has already whispered trash into their mind. And what, the, what, what became of the devil? Don't spend time on things that will not help you when you are in trouble. Now these boys have been caught. Where is the devil? Hallelujah. When I got my COVID and I was at the edge of death, verge of death, because I know my God, my God came through. And when people were dying, I did not die. But these two boys, when they had taken the boy and had killed him, when they caught him, where was the devil? That is why he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy you. Hallelujah. If God doesn't come through, what would be their lives now? What would become of them? Hallelujah. And another one I want to talk to you about, the brief one. Hallelujah. The last one about when you, when you live for God, your identity changes. Am I looking, am I looking beautiful? So who said, you, if you don't serve the Lord, you look ugly? Who says so? He beautifies your life. The things they said about you, oh, you can't make it. You cannot succeed. You know, you are a vessel. And every other thing that people say, things from your family patterns, it comes in a form of a tennis ball, the, the, the yellow one, the tennis ball, table tennis ball. So as you live now, people are filling your life with things, or you will not succeed. Father's exams you write, you fail. In fact, you cannot go anywhere. Your mother suffered this way, so you follow this pattern. But when you get close to God, when you live for God, and you come to understand the word of God, that is your living water. You pick the living water. You pour into the vessels that contains the lies that the devil has said about you. As you fill the vessel, the balls will be coming up. As it comes up, you know when it gets to the brim, initially it will look like nothing is happening. Initially, because the ball will be still there. But as you fill it, the ball will be coming up. And when it gets to the brim and you have filled it, you have filled it, what happens is the balls all collapse all from the vessels. Hallelujah. And that doesn't end. You become who I am. Like, as I am here, I'm living for God. My balls have been cleared. But as the day goes by, the devil comes again with the ball. Hey, it's the man here assuming I mean, I could see what is happening to you. Oh, so even unbelievers are not getting COVID. You have COVID. Where is your God? But because I know my God, I go back to my sword. I go back to my mirror. That is the word of God. And it tells me the true reflection of who I am. Delia, you will not die. You shall fulfill your days. You go to Job 5 verse 20. It will tell you that you come to your grave at an old ripe age. So I stand and the balls will clear off. Because this time, it cannot push down. That is our life. Hallelujah. 
So I want to encourage you this evening, before I close, I want to tell you what happens when you don't live for God. You become miserable. The world will detect your life for you. You can't be one leg in and one leg out. That is demonic. Give unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar. What do you mean? So you can't serve God uprightly. Let people smell God around you. In fact, I, I, I'm happy. There is a guy I passed that from. He doesn't know me. The very first day I got there, Sofumame, I had not spoken about Jesus. Hallelujah. There is another lady whom I buy case stars from. That is what is said of you. They smell Jesus. You become a fragrance of Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. So when you live for God, you don't become miserable. You don't become frustrated. And what happens is when you are not frustrated, you have the joy of the Lord. And what does the Bible talk about joy? The joy of the Lord is your strength. You can't be weak. I had that Samson. But Samson didn't know him. They use scholars to cut Samson's head. I won't cut your head. But because you have the joy of the Lord, you'll be strong. And you will have peace. That is why the Bible says that be anxious for nothing. But in all things, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your request known unto God. And the peace of the Lord that surpasses all understanding. What God in your heart. Finally, I want to lead you to people in the Bible who lived for God and they were not wasted. Daniel 6 verse 10. Daniel, after the law was passed, he knelt in his upstairs bed. And what did he do? He prayed to his God three times. It doesn't mean us as usual. As usual, it wasn't once. It was consistent. It was a discipline for Daniel. And you know, the judgment was passed. Daniel, go into the den of lions. He was pushed there. But you know what God did? He never allowed his life to be wasted. David was able to kill Goliath as a youth. Hallelujah. Joseph was a national leader as a youth. Hallelujah. And Samson received the mantle of a leader as a youth. So don't waste your life. God has beautiful things packaged for you. When you get closer to him, in fact, your life will be more beautiful than my life is. Don't you look at Auntie Diana. See Auntie Mercy, your pastor. Our lives are beautiful. In fact, me, I'll say it. Because me beautiful because I am a child of God. And I have access to my Heavenly Father. So please don't waste your life. Start praying now. Start making time for God. Start prioritizing God. Hallelujah. Make him the first in your, in your long list. Hallelujah. When you wake up in the morning, call on him. Father, I come before you. I, I lift my day before you. I am preserved. I am protected. Hey, I am disease free. I am disease proof. You speak all these things and the blood will speak for you. Amen. Amen. Are you not blessed? Don't you see living for Jesus is so beautiful. Hallelujah. So from today, we should learn to live for Jesus. And he makes our life beautiful. The Bible says that seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all. Hallelujah. Living for God. I have some. trousers. All things shall be added unto you. So what is it that you want to go? You want to go to the university. Hallelujah. Live for God. You want to become the doctor. Live for God. You want to become the president. In fact, go to Nanado. 
live for God. And God will grant all your heart desires. In fact, he will do it and he will leave nothing. He will do all for you. So we have a true God. Hallelujah. Let us serve him. You are beautiful things. Live for Jesus and he will make your lives beautiful. Amen. We know who we are. We are born of God. We know what to do. We have the future. Thank you for listening. We hope that you were blessed by this sermon. Stay tuned for more episodes of God's precious word. They cannot stand us, they cannot stand us, we are fire!